I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Welcome to Prattle World. I'm your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to another edition of Secret Ball Stories, where I invite guests to count down a personal top five list in high-fidelity fashion. And we have a brand new guest with us today, a... Lovely, lovely lady. A, a lady who loves her animals. She has several in this home right now, in this room right now. And she's going to tell us about some of her favourite animals of the silver screen. It is Natalie Hitchin. Yay! Hi! Yeah, very subdued, yay. That. I know, I'm sorry. Yay! I'm not really... It's like you're a ghost. Yeah. Like, I don't really you... want to blow my own trumpet yet, though. Blow your own trumpet? I mean, do you have a trumpet to blow? Uh, no, but I can probably find one. Okay, I might need to adjust the sound <laughs> settings if you've got a trumpet. It's it's <laughs> That's going to happen. Um, how are you? I'm good. You're good? Yeah. You are very soon going to be a married woman, aren't I you? I am. It's exciting. It is very exciting. I'm more excited the fact that I get to go on holiday more than I am yeah. to get married at the well, minute. I, well, I'm going to be there as well, well in, in Crete, yeah. and you're getting married to uh, a lovely former guest, and I'm sure future guests as well, Angry Andrew Knowles. Yeah, taking on that battle. Yes. <laughs> Good luck to you. I mean, you've 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 managed. I think you're winning. Yeah. In the long scale. In fairness, he's mellowed out a lot. Has he? Yeah. He Has he really? He's so much more angry when we first got together. <laughs> Just all that pent up frustration, yeah, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah, just like, he's kind of lame. He's well, I mean, I mean, he's, he's you know his opinions on Star Wars haven't kind of yeah, you know, gone. They're, they're still fi- very fiery, like the you know Kylo Ren's lightsaber just sparking off constantly. In fairness, though, I feel like he's affecting me and making me more angry. Because, oh, really? Yeah, there was a kind of moment in Star Wars where the cinema was really quiet and something happened. Or yeah, and it was like something happened, and I groaned and went, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" <laughs> so, and then we spent forty minutes in the car whinging about it afterwards. So, yeah, like, as enough. much as I'm mellowing in my yeah, it's making I mean, me more angry. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, it's not that I don't think any film is particularly perfect. No. And, you know, there's a lot of films I love that don't have the best bits. I quite enjoyed the last Star Wars. I quite enjoyed the one before. Yeah, it is what it is. But <laughs> yeah, but I, even I had issues with this newest one. So. <laughs> Which is fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I saw a post recently, which kind of ties into what we're going to talk about, that Chewie lives like over 100 years. Yeah. And that Han Solo is basically Chewie's third dog. <laughs> <laughs> that goes great. That's a really good way of looking at it. So he's, and, and, you know, but a lot of people think it's to see it the other way, but technically, no, he's, you know, he's, and he's, really cool. he's obviously a lot wiser and more intelligent because he's been around so much longer as well. So speaking of dogs. Dogs. Are you a, are you a dog person? Uh, yes, I have one of the biggest dogs around this area yes. anyway. Odin. Odin. Odin is is in the room with us. He's yeah. being very quiet right now. I don't, we don't know if he's going to remain that way. No, so. he probably won't. No, there'll probably be some something will kick him off. Oh, know. yeah. Squirrel. Oh, not quite. <laughs> no, no, really. no, not yet. Oh, not yet. You've not said it in the right kind of thing. <laughs> no. Just don't say the word C and him. And oh, really? Oh. All at once. Okay. It should be okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'll try not to say those words. <laughs> in a previous podcast, I did set off OK Google at one point, so... <laughs> 
That was uh, that was embarrassing, but I kept it in the show. Right. <laughs> That's fine. Just keep Odin's um, version. Of so, so like as a kid, did you have dogs as well? Uh, no, in fact, Odin is. Well, my brother got a dog when I was about eighteen, um, so I classed Chaz as my very first dog, uh-huh. and he was the best dog ever. Um, and he was a German Shepherd, uh-huh. uh, and he was amazing. In fact, the stories that I could tell you about him. So there was one mm. time I was walking him, and I think my sister in law was pregnant. And he got really overprotective. There was two policemen walking down. Like dressed up in all the hats and like proper puffed out things. Mm. And um, as they were walking past, Chaz leapt out. Uh-huh. And they obviously, with him being a German Shepherd, shit themselves. Yes. And then turned around and went, Ooh, you need to stop bringing that dog out and have it under control. And I was like, I'm on my own with a dog. And you were two yeah. giant people walking down the street. I was like, I'm pretty sure that he's okay. He had a muzzle on all the time anyway, so... There wasn't much going to happen, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was under control. Yeah. I, I'm fine with dogs. Um, but yeah, so Chaz was like my first kind of... First dog. Yeah. My my first dog uh, was a Rottweiler, yeah. believe it or not. So one of the... Uh, the one, one of the dogs with a bit of a bad rap, yeah, um, and not not unlike because of uh, certain movies where they are they are the villain of the piece, which I'm sure we'll go into a little later. But yeah, uh, really lovely dogs, very powerful, but they're big like softies, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'd rather big... be in a room with like ten huge dogs than yeah, ten two hours. Oh, the, the I think I think smaller dogs are a lot more vicious. Oh, and yeah, nasty. Like, and... Well, we have friends who work at pets at home, and they say the exact same. Like all mm. the big dogs come in and they're all dopey and mm. kind of like ooh. Mm. And then all the little ones come in, and they've got small dog syndrome. Small dog syndrome. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that up with one of my choices oh, later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about small dog syndrome. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've always been like I'm 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 allergic to most animals anyway, so it's kind of like. But I do. Uh, my mum's got like a, my sister's got a pug. Yeah. who's a great little dog as well um and my mum has a, a boston terrier but that's kind of yeah that's kind of my relationship with with the dogs and those type of dogs but i've always they've always been nice they've been kind they've been sweet yeah you know they've not been too much trouble yeah. you know um you know I'd, I'd like to have i'd like to have a pet but i kind of in my my living situation and and things i don't think i've got enough time to give to that pet currently yeah. uh and obviously you need to you know be there yeah, every night feed him you know walk them you know all that sort of stuff so i think think uh it would be nice but also me being allergic to them is kind of also <laughs> one of the big reasons why i don't have one um <laughs> but I, I don't mind like visiting and stuff yeah it's not, i might die if i have a dog um is, is the long run of that story um Yes. <laughs> so yeah, they could kill me, and not in the con- not in the conventional way of biting, um, which again we'll get into later. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's in that's kind of my if reason. If you want to borrow Odin, you can always take him out for a walk. Yeah. Oh, but that'd be lovely. I, I don't yeah. mind that. Like, there's know. lots of stories from him pulling mm. people over. Like, yeah, oh yeah, he's pulled my mum over. Yeah. I've got, I'm pretty sure I've got scars from when he wrapped his leader on me. Yeah, and a massive friction burn on my leg. Yeah. I do, I do, I do remember, I do remember once, like, it was a few times I've, you know, I was like a little shitty teenager walking the Rottweiler and it was like, I would never pick up the poo and I was like, mm, it's bad. I know it's bad. It's really bad. I know. I feel I'm, I'm a, well, I'm a, I'm a bad boy, but I'm going to talk about bad dogs later. <laughs> but, but yeah, and there was, there was another occasion as well. Someone made me pick one up. I managed to find like a really old white one. So it wasn't like, it's, oh, you know, not as fresh. It wasn't as warm. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I managed to just pick that one. There you go. There it is. He, me, he was like, have you got any bags on? I was like, no. He's like, Give me, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. They're like, you're, you're a scum you are. <laughs> I was like, basically. But there was another time where we walked, we walked, I was walking the dog and I didn't want to pay much attention. And the, um, Max, who I was called, um, he basically got this tiny dog and put it in, entirely in his jaws. Oh my God. A whole dog and was just like, and just like, just like shaking him. And there was a woman, she was screaming. There was a baby screaming the dog screaming I and i was just like oh my god i just i I was i was in such pain i managed to get him off the dog yeah and i just ran because i was like if we get caught they might they put him down or something and it's i was really like scary. so i was like i was like and, I, and i'll be like partly responsible for for that happening and i i don't i didn't want that guilt on my conscience yeah. Um, I had already a lot of guilt from that event, <laughs> but I didn't need any more guilt on top of that. Like one of them will compound be like, it. Forty years later, and it's keeping you up at night. Of like, yeah, like, I did not react well in that yeah, situation. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> Keeps me up at nights. Yeah, but um, but again, lovely dog. He's a lovely dog. He yeah. just you know just didn't take a light into that. In that small fairness, dog. that's kind of like we've done that with Odin before. I mean, I will not let him off the lead anymore. Mm. Like he's always got. I mean, he's got like a thing. That's he's got like a muzzle. Yeah, as well. he's got a yeah. muzzle, but it's more to stop him pulling because yeah. he's a sixty kilo dog. And yeah, he started, I did it really. Really stand a chance. So, in fact, I think it happened. We were around Rivington, and he pulled me down a set of stairs in Rivington. Really? So, yeah, I just had to let him go because I was like, "It's I'm going to die." <laughs> it's I'm like going a cliff edge with steps on it. I'm going to die. So, um, so yeah. Since then, he's always had like a stop pulling muzzle. Mm. Um, but same situation. My brother had taken him out, mm. and this dog had come up to him, and he had him in his mouth because mm. that's what dogs do sometimes. Sometimes yep. they don't like each other, no. just like people. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, but we find out after that that if that ever happens, yeah. which is a really random bit of advice. Yeah, what you're supposed to do is lift the dog's back legs up, right, and it makes them drop anything in the mouth. Really? Yeah. So there's Any another dog. one. Yeah. So it's literally there's either you can put a finger up its ass. Not many people go. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, but yeah, if you lift the dog's back legs up, it like disorientates them. So yeah, you anything in the mouth. It's like what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. So it would have to be like a quick kind of smooth action. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of get in your door and yeah, straight yeah. away. So, okay, that's an interesting yeah. fact. That's good to know. It's really weird. So, it? yeah, if, if, if... Well, if it's if your dog's in another yes. dog's mouth or yes. if or the, your dog or, has the or dog. Or vice versa yeah. or anything in their mouth. Yeah. What about if they like the like accidentally eat chocolate or something? They'll do the same thing? Um, Not too sure. I think it's yeah. more like... Cause when it's in their jaws. jaws. Yeah, yeah like jaws and, and stuff. Things. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Really yeah. random bits of information. You that's good though. That's <laughs> good. That's good to know. It's a, like a good kind of safety tip yeah, for for dogs and yeah. for the dogs and yeah, for owners. Because well. shaking drop just doesn't. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> well, they don't listen. The dogs don't listen to the best of times, do they? So, so there you go. There you go. Um, but yes, we're gonna we are gonna go on to our top five dogs very shortly. Yeah. And uh, I'm doing doing something a bit differently this time. So so I uh, you you're doing uh, good dogs from movies. Yes, I am. And I'm doing bad dogs. I'm doing bad dogs as they are. You know. They're nasty dogs, not as in their the bad dog movies, yeah. like as in their paw, you know, like they're rubbish. Shocking, like Air yeah. <laughs> Airbud, yeah. Or snow dogs, you know, all those kind of all those kind of ones. Show showgirls. Show dogs. Oh right, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say showgirls. I mean there might be might a few bitches in it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, that's not for me to say. Um but let's uh, let's crack on anyway. So 
So we've got, like, this has been a really popular subject. Like, people love dogs. Well, let's be honest. People love them. Dogs are babies. Like, yeah. Odin's six kilos, but he is my baby. Yeah. And he acts like one, too. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. Sits on your lap and everything. But, um, but yeah, so there's been a lot of kind of discussion. Not not so much for the kind of bad dogs of cinema, because I don't think there is as many. Yeah. Uh, I think they're a little bit more hard to find. But I've done the research. Don't worry. However, there's been a lot of comments. So I'm just going to read out. Because there's so many, I want to do them before before we get to the end. Because there's quite a few. So let's start off with Twitter. So I am Jack's Musings, my biggest fan, oh, one okay. of the biggest and best followers I have. Uh, at I am Jack's Musings has said hashtag top dog and has a little gif of Gromit. Gromit is such a good. Gromit dog. is a good shout. Like hero dog as well. Mm. He saves the day in pretty much everything. Like Wallace is like a muppet. Without grommeting. You know, you know, there's one. There's one I just thought of off the top of my head that I didn't think about. One. Don't know if he has a movie though. Hong Kong Fooey. Oh, he's a dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. I don't know if that counts. Does it? Mm. No, you're not. You're not. No, I'm not going with that. Not one. going with that. Fair no. enough. Um, I don't think he's got a film though. No, I don't think he's got a film. Hong either. Kong Fooey the movie. Yeah, Hong Kong Fooey <laughs> movie. Hong Kong My movie. Number. No, I don't really. Um, next one is 20th Century Geek Pod at 20th Century Geek says. Good Dogs, Turner and Hooch, Homeward Bound, Frank and Weenie, Oliver and Company, Oliver and Company, and Marley and Me. And for Bad Dogs, said Cujo. Oh. And the Resident Evil zombie dog is kind of like a Doberman yeah. type dog. I was going to say, no way am I watching a Resident Evil thing. <laughs> Even if it had a dog in it, it was not going to happen. <laughs> what do you think of those choices, those good ones? Yeah, good yeah. ones are quite good. I think mm-hmm. some of those are on my top five. Oh, so, spoilers, spoilers. Know, sorry. Okay, we'll get, we'll get there, we'll get there. <laughs> Uh, and also, he's he's posted a little video of his own dog. Uh, so it says, just for you, my dog Sky, trying to pull a blanket over herself, which is absolutely adorable. A uh, lovely little fluffy dog there. Uh, moving on to Nerds Chatting. That's at Nerds Chatting, another set of podcast guys. They're very good. In no particular order, good dogs again. Hooch from Turner and Hooch. Very popular. Doug from Up. Jerry Lee from K9. Yeah. And Marley from Marley and Me and Beethoven from Beethoven, of course. Mm. What do you think of those? Well, I have issues with Marley and Me because realistically, Marley's a bit of a bad dog all the way. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm not seeing it myself, so I couldn't, I couldn't say yeah, it. But... Well, I think, well, if it was a pet owner, like, yeah. your dog's annoying anyway. And doing... I mean, Beethoven's not great. He's not a great dog, I is don't he? know. He is, really. Turns yeah. kind of the whole family around, brings them closer true. together. True. Yeah, true. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I love Because he's quite naughty as well. I would say he's naughty, maybe, if you're going like naughty dogs. Yeah, naughty dogs. Yeah, yeah. not like bad, bad dogs. Because yeah. mine are really, like, when we get to bad. it, these are, these are some bad dogs. Rip your face um, off in your sleep, dog. <laughs> I also asked Nerds Chatting to, to list their bad dogs as well because okay. we, we've not got as many bad dogs so so uh hmm, okay uh in no order Cujo Alpha from the Grey so I believe that's the Liam Neeson wolf that's, fighting it's a really good does show. he punch a wolf does he punch wolves? yeah he does punch a wolf of course he does trying to assert dominance I mean he's got he's got a particular set of skills and those are <laughs> punching wolves yeah. Alpha from up so yeah, so true. the the opposite to Doug from up. Yeah. Captain Ryan from Dog Soldiers. Now that's technically a werewolf. Okay. And also David Kessler from an American werewolf in London, but he's gone. I'm aware that at least three of these are wolves. <laughs> know that I do not care. Okay. Uh, and I love I love his honesty. Geeky Nerd, so that's at one geek nerd. She says, I'm not much of a dog person, so I haven't seen a lot of dog movies, but I am making pancakes. 
Okay. And that makes oh hello. <laughs> Odin's, well, Odin, Odin's trying to join in now. I said I said pancakes, and he jumped jumped to his le- jumped to his feet. Um, so, so that's all the Twitter. We're going to move on to Facebook very quickly. Um, so Annette Wantley um, says Nanook vampire killer from the lost boys and uh sparky from frank and weenie again Ooh, so have you seen frank those do you know what um i've not seen frank and weenie but i've heard like the theory about the three films all linked together Ooh, the is same it? dog really what yeah. three films so um you've got nightmare before christmas so they're basically saying that zero's the same dog from frank and weenie and mm. it must be a, is it a corpse bride so oh there's probably, another dog in there yeah so right. it must be, um the frank and weenie dog all kind of t- tim burton yeah stop so motion it's supposed to be the same dog all the way through Okay. So, interesting. Interesting yeah. theory. Okay. Might That's not cool. be true, but <laughs> Yeah. You seen Lost Boys? Seen Lost Boys? No, I've not. Lost Boys, yeah, it's, a, it's one of my favourite vampire films. Very over really? the top and silly. And he's big he's like a big husky basically in the nook. Um, so um so yeah, and I think he I'm pretty sure he kills one of the vampires at least. I think that's right. why she said vampire killer. Um okay, moving on, and we've got Annette. Oh, Annette's still with us. She said also Barney uh from Gremlins. So the dog in that, yeah. and Benji from Benji, nineteen seventy four. So yeah, I've not I've not seen Benji, so I don't no, know. I don't, but I yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. But um, I know there was a remake of Benji, so yeah. it must have been popular enough to to do a remake. To do a remake. So um, yes, moving on again. Uh, Queen of Chapman has said Milo from The Mask. Love Milo. Yeah, he's a good one. Like, he's a good one. He's a genuine hero at the end of that film as well. He, he is. I like, and again, a bit more of a naughty dog. Yeah. Know? A bit of a cheeky dog. He is, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't get like genuinely good, good dog. No, maybe not. Like humans, like humans. Yeah. is. If we want to get into the into the real deep thing, you know, is there good and evil well, or are we just the choices, you yeah. know? Uh, you know, are we? Is it a religious thing? You know, those tenants put down. Is it the law? What makes us good or bad? You know, I think it with dogs. It's more like what's around at the time. Yeah, what what's in front of my nose? <laughs> yeah, do can I want I, it? Yes. Can I piss on it? Can I eat it? No. Yes. Can I have sex with it? Basically, yeah. <laughs> Same very, for humans. Very much like humans. That's 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 my. Every time I meet somebody new, I kind of that's how I think. I All go, right, great. I go. Oh, can I eat them? No. <laughs> Can I pee on them? Maybe. No. Can I have sex with them? If I'm lucky. Um, so, so, yeah. Uh, uh, Artiste Chandler, or Michael Chandler, as he's actually known. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, you know, putting on airs, really, with that. Um, he's also uh, another shout-out for Gromit. So the goodest boy. He the is. goodest boy. And he is. I think he's a great, he great shout. Andrew Ferguson has said, Beethoven, Hooch, and Rex. And Rex, Rex is actually the true hero of Babe, as he overcomes his own prejudice to aid Babe and carries out a massive physical feat in the process. This is amazing. I genuinely like, read I, this the other yeah. day. And it, you know, when you read something, you're like, oh my God. That That's a so genius true. choice. Andrew, I think that is probably the best choice I've heard out of the lot. Yeah. Definitely. Because I just think it's one you don't think of but yeah. actually when you think of the film you go actually yeah, yeah. an amazing and choice and all the way through it as well he's like doesn't want to be part of it and exactly he doesn't want to get involved completely changes character development very good yeah especially so, so for good. a dog <laughs> uh, and he also says would usually go for Crypto as he is the goodest boy in comics very true. but oddly enough he's not featuring any live action films that I can think of I would have accepted animated films but even in those he does have kind of minor appearances yeah um, I don't know like with the we were saying before weren't we about the mm. new Titans coming out and he's yes. kind of got a bit more in the second season. Oh, yeah. And I have really enjoyed watching him, yeah? even though there was a bit and I was like, yo! Oh, no, no spoilers. I'm, I'm not, not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. it. No, 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 no. I will watch. I will watch. I will watch because I'm very, I very never keen. said anything, but yeah, but 
Anytime anything bad happens to a dog, it means yeah. Bad, so. Well, there's even websites that say, "Does the dog die?" Yeah, and there's a list of films where it's the dogs like, probably do the and most, do not die. Most obviously. visited website. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> it. I imagine it's quite a popular one. Dennis Whittle. Uh, so that's uh, you know the owner of uh, the Comic Den and the Oldham Comic Con founder. He says Zoltan, Hound of Dracula. Nice. So I've watched this. I watched this film on his recommendation, and it basically features a dog that was bitten by Dracula. Nice. Genius. And then becomes his hound, basically. Yeah. Um, and then hunts the descendants of Dracula in the film. Bizarre, weird, and kind of yeah. kind of fun kitsch kind of thing, 70s movie, but yeah. Uh, Jack Dobson says Scooby-Doo. Well, yeah. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of... It's... It's, he's pretty out there as a good dog in here. But in the Scooby-Doo film, when Scrappy's like a bad dog... Oh, okay. So he basically comes up with this huge plot and he gets mm. the gang over there and tries to kill them all, basically. Kill them all, and monsters, monsters, and yeah. transforming and That's stuff. That's it, yeah. yeah, so... Now, this isn't a comment, but this was a like. Now... Now I'm doing I'm doing this podcast to because uh, I want to link it into uh, the release of Call of the Wild, which is quite a famous movie and book about a dog. Yep. It's been remade with Harrison Ford, and the dog in the in the film because of obviously nowadays it's kind of like the rights of of animals are a lot more kind of important. Yep. We've got to treat them right. So this dog is now going to be a CGI, purely CGI dog. However, there is a full body scan of a real dog, so it's based on a real dog, Amazing. and. On Instagram, when I posted about it, the dog model for okay. the Call of the Wild film yeah. actually liked the post. Love it. So, uh, so this is um, this is um, the title on um, on the Instagram is C O T W book. So he's the he's the dog that plays book. Yeah. But follow him because he's a very good boy. There's a lot of promotion for the film coming out. Um, it's out in February. This podcast will be out in February as well to coincide with the film. But I think it's time for us to get into the nitty gritty. Oh Are you ready? I don't think I am. Not quite ready for this, <laughs> this dog gone list. Yeah. Okay. So since you are the guest, I would like you to go first. Oh. And I would like you to list your... Now, do you have a particular order of your dogs? Are, you all, are these just dogs I you... I don't have a particular order, but okay. I do have a number one. You do, def and that's your definite, definite number one. Yeah, that's your but favorite. it's slightly two dogs at number one. Okay. I might, <laughs> I know it's I might allow this. It's slightly cheating, but this so, is definitely... To be honest, we all, every time I do this list, we all kind of slightly cheat. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I, I, even I've got a slight cheat as well. Oh, really? So, so oh. here we go. So it's fine. I make the rules, but I also break them at the same fine. time. We find so. loopholes and everything. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so what is your first dog? What is your number five? Okay, so we're going to go with Beethoven. Okay, Beethoven, right. right. So because he is a good dog and he does bring the family together. Mm -hmm. Um and he didn't bite that person. He didn't. No, that was a lie, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think he is a good dog. Yeah. I mean, it shows a lot like people who aren't dog like the dad in the film is not a dog person to start. Oh with. god no. And then by the end of it. It reminds me of um it reminds me of those posts, you know, those posts online recently that have been like the dad absolutely doesn't want the dog. Yeah. And it's like dad with the dog, and it's like they're they're in their arms together, like and they're, hugging they're the loving couch. each other so. Yeah. They love each other so much. That's essentially where it's coming. And that's from. and that's yeah, that is Beethoven yeah. essentially. Um, but yeah, so they kind of the how do they adopt the dog? I can't really remember. I haven't seen it for he a while. Basically, escapes from um, like a dog catcher, which you'll find in lots of American films. So, yes, um, he gets taken, and then he gets he somehow escapes from it, and he just follows one of the kids home. 
Okay. And then it's like, oh, there's a puppy here. And no, it's our puppy. So that bit's kind of okay. a bit sketchy. Yeah, but, fair enough. You know, in, it happens. In film world, it's it fine. Happens. Yeah, fair enough. So, in the film logic. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But um, good dog, because he actually goes picking the kids up from school. Uh, one of them, I think, is getting bullied. So he kind of has a bit of a thing. Oh, really? So he just kind of appears at the side of them. Yeah, and then the bullies like, kind of scare. Well, he's, he's like, I mean, uh, if you haven't seen the film, he's like a big. You're probably oh, aware of it. He's a big Saint Bernard. He's like, he's like Bernard, Ber- Bernard, Bernard, Saint Bernard, <laughs> Saint Bernard's dog. You yeah, know, so it's quite, you know, it's a hefty thing. That's so. it. And then I think he pushes. So he's like responsible for a lot of things happening in the film with the kids as well. Yeah. So he like looks after him, obviously, with the guy getting bullied. Yeah. And um, there's another bit where. I think the girl fancies, like, obviously one of her school pals. Of course, yeah. And then he kind of, like, comes along and he's like, oh, look at this dog. And yeah. then that's kind of a meet cute for them to start mm-hmm. talking. So, yeah. really, he's a very good boy. Wow, that's a good choice. And it, get, it does get quite dark towards the end because it's yeah. like, because he basically goes, I'm going to put the dog, the dad goes, I'm going to put the dog down. Yeah. Hands over the dog and then it's like, and it's because that he's bit the guy. Yeah. The guy pretends that he's been bitten. He's been bitten, yeah. Um, I think he, I think he's in a, like, because he used to be in like a load of Disney films, the guy who plays him. Yeah, he did. He used to be in like a lot of early Disney films and, yeah, I think he played, I, I feel like he played like, I think he was like in the Shaggy Dog or something like that, I think. And he like, like he turns into a dog, like yeah. his dad who turns into a dog or something like that. So strange. Though. Yeah. Or he's like a lawyer that turns into a dog. I can't remember. I can't remember the, the, the actor's name, but yeah, he's, he's definitely in stuff like that. Yeah. So it's quite, it's quite nice to see him play like a role that's not like a very family friendly. I mean, it's a family friendly film, obviously, but yeah. he's, he's playing the villain. Yeah. He's not playing the hero in this. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see that. And what, what was their plan? Cause, cause like, Stanley Tucci is is one of the the henchmen. Yeah, who I love. I absolutely love Stanley Tucci. He's playing this like proper over the top henchman. <laughs> and it's Oliver Platt as well, who's also I quite like as well. And he plays the other kind of henchman. Yeah. it's very. It's got that um, hundred and one Dalmatians feel to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, is it? They're trying. I think with animal testing, it was animal, they were doing animal yeah. testing. Was that it? Sure, there was a lot of dogs. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I didn't watch the whole film, but I did catch it at the end the other night. It was on. Right. I caught like the it's last. Always on. That's, 30 a, minutes. that's yeah. a good thing about Beethoven. Also, ITV two. ITV two. <laughs> that and the Mummy Returns. Yeah, you can't every week. every week without fail. Those two films back to back constantly. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've seen the bloody Mummy Returns. <laughs> I had this crappy, you know, rock CGI in it and all, all that sort of stuff. Brilliant. School peaking. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that great. It's not that great. Uh, it's it's fine. It's fine. What? It's fine. I've I've seen worse. But yeah, so that's that's uh no, I think that was a good choice. I think a lot of people would I think it's one of the better known ones. Um yeah. I think he's yeah, like you said, he's he brings the family together. Yeah, it does get quite dark because the family start calling the dad like a dog killer. <laughs> like a dog man. I'm like, that's a bit it's that's a bit full girl. on. Yeah, you, little girl. You killed my dog. You're a dog killer. Dog killer. And it's like it's like Jesus Christ! Yeah. It's, it's pretty. In full fairness, on. though, I feel like that would happen with any family. If mm. your dad tried to put your dog down, I'm pretty sure everyone would turn on them. There'd be like counselling sessions that probably had to Speak, happen. Speaking <laughs> of dogs, speaking of dogs and counselling sessions, um, when I was a, when I was a child, the first Rottweiler we had, Benson. Right. Uh, we had rabbits, and we had uh, I had a rabbit called Bugs Bugs Bunny. Nice. And and one day the rabbit wasn't there anymore, and. I can't remember what they said to me, but I went, I kind of accepted it. But they revealed years later, he was just like, the dog ate it. Yeah. The, the dog ate the rabbit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, kind of 
disturbing. Um, I love the dog, but... But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the dog's like long dead, (laughs) like years later. (laughs) I was like, all right, I I see. Fine, I guess. Maybe to try and not affect your relationship with the dog. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it probably probably was a good thing in in the long run. But it was kind of like, oh, the truth hurts. (laughs) So much. Yeah, and you'd be amazed what you find in your dog's mouth. Like, there was a time when Odin brought a magpie covered in maggots to Odin. Oh, my God. It was horrendous. Ooh. And he thought it was amazing. Just yeah, it's like, the there you go. With it. I'm going to roll in this got after. You, got some gifts. Mmm, <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Okay, well, I'm going to go on my first naughty, naughty dog. Very naughty dog. Now, this, this, one's, this one's a bit of a cheat, I'm going to say. Okay. So, this is the, uh, the Alaskan Malamute from... The Thing, oh. 1982. So this is one of me and Andy's like favorite movies yeah. of all time. And it, you know, it's basically about a shape-shifting alien that can make a perfect copy of the kind of host organism. So basically it devours you or absorbs you, and then it can copy your every move, your every likeness, everything. Right. Uh, and they, like it's per- like it's perfect. You are a perfect copy. The alien is a perfect copy of you or me. We wouldn't be able to tell the difference, but then they figure out in the film. They're in this Antarctic kind of wasteland. These Norwegian team are chasing this dog down. This kind of husky malamute or whatever it is and they're trying to kill it and they're throwing grenades at it they've got sniper rifles at it and and they're like the the american team's like what is going on yeah and they're trying to explain it and actually if you are norwegian the norwegian dialogue spoils the entire movie oh, really? <laughs> it kind of says kind of, it basically says that dog is an alien it's a shape-shifting alien we're trying to kill it so so when, when the film was shown in Nor- norway they were like oh <laughs> we know what's going- ruined it ruined the whole film so, uh, so yeah, the whole dialogue is all correct in Norwegian, you know, and yeah, so it was like, so it tells you the dog's an alien and then, but yeah, so, so this dog is like, it, this is why it's a bit of a cheat because technically it is an alien. Yeah. But it's absorbed and become a perfect version of that dog. You know, that is, that he is the dog. He is yeah. a dog, um, for all intents and purposes. Obviously, he's got remnants of all the different things he's absorbed throughout its life. Yeah. This alien, uh, the thing. I, I could talk about the thing for days on end. Honestly, it's a, it's a brilliant film, but focus on the dog. The dog is the best actor in the film. Love it. By far. And he's, and he's like, they're all very good actors. They're very, you know, <laughs> Kurt Russell's in it. You know, yeah. a lot of good, a lot of good actors. But he is the best actor. So he he runs in. You know, all this starts. You know, kind of making friends with everybody. But then they put him in the pen with the other dogs. And this is the really telling moment: is that all the dogs are like back, slowly backing away from it, right? And like and like growling and and reacting like as dogs do normally. Yeah. But this dog is like slowly moving in step by step, and it has this stare, this kind of almost blank stare like it's something other that it's something that's not a dog, dog. not yeah. quite a dog and and there's other shots later on where where it's just kind of sat there in the center of the pen all the other dogs are like terrified and they're actually and then it starts kind of transforming and into all these different things and tries to absorb the dogs it tries Ooh. grabbing the dogs all these tendrils and pulling them in and these dogs are like biting at the barbed um, wire on the fencing to get out and stuff like that and they're like they're terrified but furnace i would be as yeah and it's a good like i think it's a good 10 15 minutes if you see the dog kind of walking around and and people letting it walk around do its own thing because they're like it's just a dog dog. they don't think anything to it but that was that's the whole setup for the movie 
and and that and just the way the dog acts is is incredible because it's it's you know you're used to like dogs like arr, arr, attacking or yeah. you know or like oh, I'm a lovable dog do, 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 do. but yeah. this is something that's like really like awkward and weird and off like something, something off, off right. and weird and I I really I really love that and the film is a perfect film it's probably my fa- probably one of my favorite if not my favorite horror movie it's probably one of my favorite horror movies yeah ever practical effects I was gonna say it's kind of like obviously a lot of training when it comes to the actual dog in the yeah. film but then like you've got the direction of it as well that kind of like will exactly yeah affect that. yeah the framing of it and the the setting but yeah a lot, i think it was a very well trained dog yeah and it does it, it gives across that something's not quite right yeah uh, and that's what you need in the beginning of this film the setup is and and i think the dog really sells that the dog act i don't know what the dog act was called but really really good and i mean it's called cool. the character is the thing i guess yeah. but but it's just the the performance is is top notch, top rate performance. If you've seen the film, you'll know what I'm talking about. I am not. If you have not, yeah. <laughs> I bad enough. Yeah, you're like, yeah. you're like, you're like, it's got a dog in it, and then it's and then it's like you don't want to see that dog ever yeah. again. It, it will scar you for life. This I think. I think I, if you if you really like dogs, I do like dogs. Well, all the all the movies on my list are definitely ones you will never watch then, unless you've seen them already. In fairness, I feel like the scariest one is probably the grey. Yeah. And that was quite kind of Yeah. I I've tried to anything. stay away from kind of wolves because I think that yeah. that could be a that could be a, like another list entirely yeah. I think. So I've I've tried to stay away from that and Blessed. werewolves. But um <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the thing. 1982 is the thing for me. I I recommend the film you know, not just off the dog performance, just as a film in entire. It is amazing, brilliant. John Carpenter, you know, uh, any Morricone score all good, all good shit. Yeah. Um, so go go and seek that out. Um, what is your next dog? Oh my gosh! So this is like really hard because there's two dogs and they're both kind of cop films. But I'm gonna okay. go with Jerry Lee from K Nine. Jerry Lee from K Nine. Okay, yes. one we've already had suggested. Yes, well, right. this is it because literally everyone in the good dog thing is on. There's one on my list. Okay. So yeah, Jerry Lee is probably first of all he's a cop. And he's a really good dog. Mm-hmm. You're saying about the acting with your dog from the thing, yeah. But the acting at the end of K9 when he thinks that his dog died, which oh, is no. heartbreaking. But then it turns out that he's actually alive and he's just faking it and he's just listening to his owner say all these nice things about him. Ah. Oh. So, <laughs> and he is a good dog because he caught the bad guy in the end, and he took a bullet for his owner. Wow, really? So not put like a vest on him or anything? No, I think it was like it's well, it's set in like the 80s, 90s, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah. So it's kind of before the whole like yeah. mess on your dog and I mean the, I've just thought about the jo- the dogs in John Wick the most recent John Wick have yeah. you seen that yeah not the recent one but I can't watch the first one because yeah I, there's, a, there's a there's a pair of dogs in the third John Wick that, oh, really? that have like bulletproof vests oh. on and stuff and they are like the worst kind of attack dog you've you know. <laughs> like Halle Berry plays like a character who's kind of like a female John Wick nice. and she has two attack dogs Love. with bulletproof vests and and someone goes to shoot the dog and, and then they realise it's a bulletproof vest and then it kills and basically goes straight straight for the straight for the nether regions every time just like like, really violently if you're going to train a dog that's like the easiest accessible thing that they're going to aim for well i mean most most animals go like most ferocious animals will go for that because it's the most tender area so you're gonna that's where you end all the bloods there and everything all that all that good stuff (laughs) all that that good tasty stuff lions and tigers they love that shit um so they will uh, they will attack that area. Um I've not actually seen K9. I've seen Turner and Hooch and uh, and a few others but K9 is not not one. Um, I definitely recommend K9 like 
Is it, like, is it, is it just, Jim Belushi, isn't it? Jim yeah, Belushi, yeah. And not just as like a dog film, but as like a cop action hero film as yeah. well. It's actually quite intense and stuff. Really? But it's like, it's, it's very comedic as well. So okay. Yeah. But definitely. It's definitely worth a watch. Definitely. And like the twist at the end with mm. like where you think he's dead and then it's like, and it was bright in the 80s. If yeah. this is a spoiler, then. Spoilers. <laughs> the 80s happened. Yeah. yeah. Well um, so, yeah. It's, the ending's really nice as well. I mean, okay. is there a, like, is it kind of like a troubled relationship throughout the film, and yeah, then they kind of resolve much. at the yeah. end? Kind and of it's thing. like them trying to figure out a crime, and mm. they're always like, like, it's kind of like different to Turner and Hooch. Okay, it's Turner and Hooch. They've got this kind of troubled relationship and all the rest yeah. of it, and then obviously, but then K Nine is they're like a working partnership. Okay, so it's more like it's more like a work friend. Yeah. And less of a less of a family member. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so that's yeah. different. Because I've seen Turner and Hooch. I quite like Turner and Hooch yeah. as well. Um, again, I haven't seen it in so long though. I, I, I might have to give that one a watch then. Yes, you will. I will. I will. I wish I could say more on it, but I just haven't seen <laughs> it. Fine. Good. You good. have to watch it, and then we can talk about it. Fine. There we go. There we go. I'll do there it. I'll, I'll do my. I'll do my. Because uh, I've again, I've been, I've been doing my research on a whole other set of dogs. So I've not had time to to do it on the other ones. Uh, my next one is we're going to go international. Mm-hmm. Going to go very international. Going to go um, outside, well, inside the European Union, which kind of we still are, I guess, <laughs> for the moment. Well, the if this comes out in February, not in oh, February. I, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There we go. If you're still listening and we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> if the world has not imploded, <laughs> Thanks no one's listening. pressed any nuclear buttons, we're, we're still good. But yeah, we may not be part of Europe anymore, which is sad, yeah. in my opinion. It's, it's what I voted for, but obviously it's not what everyone else did. Uh, so there you go. Democracy and it's that's it. And then I kind of have to understand and, and, and go along with it. But that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to um, understand. <laughs> but no, I'm still waiting for uh, Andy to take the reins of power and Reckon. and start his own dictatorship. Oh no, I'm not being part of that. No, <laughs> no, it's not no. going to happen. You'll 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 uh you'll spearhead a rebellion. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he can be part of the dark side now. So <laughs> so I, I've been trying to get a bit more into kind of French films. Okay. Because I, I've that's a part of my part of the world that I've not seen enough from. Like I've watched a lot of kind of like East Asian films and and you know American and uh, kind of Korean also all sorts of stuff. But French film I kind of almost not seen enough of. Okay. So I'm going with 1989's Baxter. Now, this is a this is one that's not widely available, uh, and okay. it's it's a bit obscure. It's definitely obscure. Um, basically, it's about a sociopathic dog who goes from oh, uh, yeah, Odin, did Odin, that. Odin picked it up when I said sociopathic. Maybe he is as well. Um, so, we, so, so uh, and he goes between three owners throughout the the film. Okay. Now it's kind of it's kind of it's it's very it's very dark. Imagine kind of like American Psycho. Yeah. Um, and there's a and there's a narration throughout. Okay. From the dog. From the dog. From the the dog narrates the entire film. Right. Okay. So Did you yeah. see it from you speak you kind of get into his perspective. Yeah. And you're trying to see it from his thing, and he talks about like the smells of people, the 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 way they make it affects him, okay. and how he feels, and how he sees the world, how he views the world in like black and white. Um, and he kind of does view it like not only visually in black and white, but like actually in black and white uh-huh. in that in that way. And and he's looking for like. A, a strong, decisive, and you know, strict kind of leader, a dominant kind of a dominant owner yeah. to tell him what to do, where to go, because he feels like he's a hunter, he's a killer, he's a he's a gatherer. He's, he was designed, you know, genetically, you know, bred for these reasons. And but people are wanting to keep him as a house pet. 
and yeah. and lock him indoors and stuff. And he has a problem with that. And he and he judges people. He looks he looks out the window and he he'll see people on the street and he'll be like, I just want to tear them apart. I want to rip them, you know, from head to toe. And the first owner he has is this kind of uh, gentle old lady who doesn't really want him. Yeah, kind of like you know. And she and eventually she like becomes this like doting woman and she has an accident and ends up kind of becoming a bit of a recluse yeah and she she starts kind of doting on it she, he hates it he can't stand it mm-hmm. drives him mad and he's like he's like she's weak she's useless you know she's starting to smell i can smell her she doesn't bathe she's disgusting you know and and it's imp- heavily implied that he causes her her demise oh wow uh, well, won't spoil it, yeah. But it's, <laughs> but it's like he, the way he talks about humans is really interesting. Like he talks about how they affect his instincts and the way he, the way he works and lives, and you know, um, like like there's a bit where he he's he finds a like he meets a like a a bitch on heat basically, oh, right. and he can't. He talks about how he can't help himself, and he he has to has to have have her there and then, but he's he's not in control of it, and it's like an un- un- unstoppable urge, and he says, "I hate her." I I really, if I saw her again, I'd probably just bite her face off, rip her, rip her to pieces, and. That's I find that really interesting that he's got these kind of it's it's kind of that's the kind of humorous element that the dog yeah. is telling the story. It's like a really interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, though. like because really they are wild animals that we've bred yeah. to kind of, and they used to be working animals. So oh. like obviously you get bulldogs that used to herd bulls yeah. and things like that. And like golden retrievers can carry like eggs in their mouth. Yeah, you know, and very gentle like, and stuff like that. Literally just turn them into these things where oh, we just leave it in the house for most yeah. of the day because we're at work. We do, but, like we design we design them to be hunting, killing machines. A lot of yeah, you know, a lot of types of dogs are that. And this is yeah. he's a he's a he's like a, a pit bull terrier. Basically, so and the like, he's the the. I think the look of the dog helps a little bit because yeah. he's got these. They've got these tiny eyes. This like these less human eyes. Like yeah. you know, most like dogs a bit have more blacker than not yeah, anymore. exactly. They're kind of there's no pupil, and you can kind of think that maybe like when you think of like people that are a bit odd or a bit or like a serial killer or something, you think of, like yeah. tiny eyes. Like you can't really see behind their eyes. And, and it's like that his skin is like so tight that it looks like he's ready to like explode at any point with like ferocious fuel. Yeah. Um he ends up the three owners he goes through. The second owner, he he kind of he get he sees them across the road. There's a young family. Yeah. And he smells the woman while they're having sex. The the partners are having sex and he's saying how he he wants to be near her and, and touch her and and the the scent she gives off is in like intoxicating and stuff. Yeah. And he can't think of anything else. And he and his his ears, he's like, I can hear them from across the road and I can sense all this stuff. I can hear them like having sex and and the noise and like I can feel her softness and her, the sound of her voice. So and like it's weird and kind of creepy and, yeah. and kind of it's quite fascinating and he gets there he eventually he, like the old woman dies and they get he gets given over and he's like well i think he runs over and he's yeah. like and the rest of the family say the dog loves you you can just keep the dog far but he they have a baby and he gets jealous of the baby yeah and the attention and he almost causes the baby to drown Oh my god! Through, through, just through inaction like he's yeah not, he's not a to- he's not like viciously attacked anybody or anything yeah uh, for the majority of the film, like it's, towards the end, he gets a bit more like that. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's he only and he, he even says like I only ki- I only kill through like the decisions I make. I don't kill like unnecessarily. Yes, yeah, so yeah, the survival thing more than anything. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. very much very Darwinian. It's yeah. like the f- survival of the fittest. He's you know, and he's bred to do these things. So it's really it's really interesting. To get to the 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 dialogue's really well written because it really gets like it 
gets inside the head of the dog that I w- in a way I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, it's really weird. It's, it, it sounds, sounds really interesting. It is quite fascinating. Right. I, I'll see if, if I can, um, if you can find it, which it's unlikely, but um, I managed to find it through various means. Yeah. Um, but I, I, if I can find, it, I'll send you a link or something, maybe, and you can you can have a have Even a view. He like a bad dog, but he is. A, but it's, it's yeah. I think it's more kind of like because obviously. You watch films with dogs in, mm. and it's the ones where they have kind of like vo- where they do voices for the dogs, yeah. or like, and it's what they're thinking. And I exactly, think yeah, it's that because we genuinely don't know what they're thinking. No, like I'd we know we never will. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd love to know what Odin's thinking. I mean, mm. most of the time he's probably thinking about sausages or yeah. something like that. But yeah, like I'd love to be able to be like, and I think that's what draws people to it. So even yeah. in like the weird kind of sociopathic way yeah. of that dog, it's intriguing to kind of find out about it like, yeah oh, it was it was very like it's it's not it's not one i'd probably recommend to a lot of people because it is quite bleak as well and quite yeah. dark the final only he gets is is a young boy who is basically the beginning of a serial killer he really? he he becomes obsessed with with hitler and his suicide and his rise to power yeah. and he becomes he hurts himself like the first thing he does he slams his hand down on attack um you know he, he meets this girl and he's like you know she tries to like kiss him and he's all like odd about it and he gets he gets uh baxter the the dog and he starts training it to be an attack dog oh wow and he's and baxter's finally happy he's like yeah i got this strong dominant um disciplined leader he's telling me what to do something yeah. and he's like every time he whistles i can't help myself i, I must do what he says it's mm-hmm. almost like it's almost like he's pulling a chain on me yeah around my neck and i have to do it it's, a, it's an impulse it's weird though isn't it because if you think about it obviously he, the way the film goes and you say like he's with this kid that's kind of obsessed with like hitler and that kind of stuff but mm. if he'd have been with talking about looking at the owners if yeah he'd have been with like um for example a policeman yeah it could be a totally different thing. Totally different dog, isn't it? Because mm. he's still getting all that training and what mm. he wants, but in a different context. Too. What I've what I've noticed about looking at all these bad dog films is that the really there really isn't bad dogs. Yeah, it's bad owners. Oh yeah, bad owners and the training they put they they program and you know condition yeah. into the dog at a young age that leads them to be quote unquote a bad, a bad dog, dog. You know, which is exactly what happens in life. Yeah, it, and it's right? very it's very true to real life. And I think I think it's nice that the that that's made they make that very clear in a lot of these kind of yeah. dog attack films or bad dog films. That's it. I mean, you see them in films, and it's like I said, the tra- the training that goes in behind the film. All these dogs are good dogs, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to ruin your list of bad no! dogs, Dan. Oh, <laughs> but I am doing because realistically, with the training that they put in, they're all good dogs. They're all doing what they're told. They're all. And that's essentially that's it. it. Yeah. That's it. But, but yeah, I, I won't ruin the ending, but there is some quite kind of dark elements and things. I think there is a, I feel like it was an actual dog birth in the film. I think there's a, a literal showing of, a, of dogs being born. I'm pretty sure it was pretty graphic. So, um, um, it's it's French. <laughs> They're a bit more expressive than us. <laughs> yeah, you know, they get uh, it. <laughs> they look, you know, you just wouldn't get it. Um, but it's uh, it's one of those. But um, yeah, there's some proper kind of dark and disturbing imagery yeah. and and subtext and subjects and genre you know themes throughout but if you're looking for a very interesting and different dog movie baxter 1989 that is that's the one for you um give it a look and see what you think 
but you know, don't complain if it's too dark for you. <laughs> I want to watch it. Yeah, it's, cool. it's nice to see it from like the other point of view. Yeah, good the kind of perspectives. But yeah, it was a really it's a really good take. Yeah. Uh, on dogs. Um. So yes. Uh. So is this your number three? Three. Yeah. yeah okay. We've, we've done, oh, so we've done Beethoven. We've done Jerry Lee. Jerry Lee. Next than... one. Oh, do you know what? I can't not put Hooch in it from Turner and Hooch. Okay. Nice. Good chance. Right. So I know it's like another cop film. And they, I'm pretty sure they were brought out around the same time. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So could be a good category for a for a clone balls, maybe yeah, comparison yeah. podcast. Definitely, but yeah, yeah um, me, I don't like the ending of Turner and Hooch because okay. obviously Hooch is no more. Maybe. Spoilers <laughs> again, but it was the 80s. Yeah, it was the 80s. <laughs> you should have seen it by now. If you if you like dogs, you're not a real dog lover if you haven't <laughs> seen it. You've not watched Turner and Hooch. Um, Shame on you. <laughs> Um, yeah, because he's not there anymore. It makes me really sad. But no. then obviously you've got the puppies afterwards, so that's yeah. really good. Um, but yeah, Hooch is a big slobbery mess and I love yeah. him all the way through it. And it's that thing of like, they don't really like each other to yeah, start off yeah, with. And then standards. kind of grows and then obviously... Yeah. And then just as they get to like each other, dead. It's taken away from dead. <laughs> to be honest, like I think like that's the one I've seen. I'm not, again, I've not seen K9, but I yeah. think like Jim Belushi, I don't think is as quite as is lovable as Tom Hanks because yeah. Tom Hanks is the everyman isn't he yeah. everyone loves there's not I don't think anybody on the planet is a bad thing about Tom Hanks Tom, particularly yeah he is you know, really good at pretty he's, much he is, he is what he is yeah. and I think that kind of helps Like I know I know he probably plays a bit of a difficult guy in this but even yeah. still even he's when he's likeable. playing yeah he's yeah. still likeable and I think I think Jim Belushi cannot be likeable in real life yeah. and I think he cannot be likeable on, on screen as well but I would still like to watch K9 definitely um, but yeah I think I think the type of dog is better as well yeah what t- do you know what type of dog he is yeah. oh, hang on oh a dog de bordeaux there you go it's, it's, what's right dog de bordeaux dog de bordeaux yeah i'm okay. pretty sure that's, that's what he is that's french yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, the french theme today french french themes um yeah um in fact i used to know someone who got obviously that a dog. dog yeah, yeah. and then called it hooch yeah. So when they shouted it, when they first like kind of yeah, yeah. noticed the dog, and I was like, "Are they taking the mic?" Yeah. Like, oh no, that's it. That's, snake. It's, so yeah. Even all all these years later, it's still obviously still still yeah and things like that. It's really good. Yeah. It's like I I do need to watch it again. Definitely. Like, yeah. Hundred percent. Um, I do, I do, you know, I do remember have a fondness for it. I do remember having a fun. I don't remember yeah. it like plot for plot and no, you know I'm beat for beat. Say, yeah, it's one of them where if it's. It's the same again if it's on ITV or something yeah. like that you kind of and it's on you'll be like oh mm-hmm. we're going to watch it and that's absolutely nice one well I think this is a good time to have a break so let's let's grab another coffee another tea and we will do, be right right back with you 